Like a rack. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Stick and Stone, by Beth Ferry and Tom Lichtenheld, published by Clarion Books. Stick and Stone is a tale of destiny about two objects that form an unbreakable bond. Stick stands up for Stone in a time of need. Then Stone comes to Stick's aid when he's stuck in a rut. These two are a couple of pals. How did this come to be? Well, I just gave you some big hints. Whatever you do, keep some distance. We don't want any broken bones. Now let's go find out. We open on our two main characters, a stick and a stone. Yes, they both have smiley faces, so we can assume they're sentient with personalities and the whole thing. We've seen weirder things, so I'm buying it. Anyway, we see each of them sitting out alone, longing to meet someone who actually cares for them. Being sticks and stones, we have to wonder, do they have family, or do they not have parents? Do they just come to be? We may not be the only ones wondering this. It looks like they are too. And on top of that, they also look distant, like they've never experienced love from a parent or guardian. So sad. One day Rock goes to a playground and sits on a teeter-totter by himself. Probably the most depressing of all playground equipment when you have no friends. You're just stuck there, ass to the ground, staring up at an empty board, reminding you you could be having fun if you knew someone, but instead, you're stuck looking like an idiot on something clearly made for two. Just then, though, Stick shows up to the playground. What a coincidence. And they go on the swings and have that uncomfortable first friends get to know you time. But who comes along to ruin their time? Why, it's Pinecone. Stick to air fresheners, you sap. And he won't stop making fun of the round mound that is stone. Who needs this guy? Why doesn't he make like a tree and branch? Apparently, that's the gist of what Stick says to Pinecone. And to Pinecone's credit, he does just that. Stone has a heart-to-heart, or should I say, solid-to-solid, with Stick. Quote, Stone whispers, Gee, you stuck up for me. That's what sticks do. Friends do it too. End quote. Yeah, definitely don't want to fall backwards onto a stick. Oh, they'll stick up to you. But that's beside the point. Did he just take this relationship to the next level? They're friends now. That entails so much more responsibility. I hope Stone's ready for that kind of commitment. We go through a montage of them frolicking as friends. We see them do a gymnastics routine on the rings. They blow bubbles together and then skip through the countryside and end up relaxing on the beach. These two are a match made in heaven. Like Butter and Bread, Sonny and Cher, Elon and Twitter. These guys are rebels. They clearly don't check the weather when they go out in the morning. Right after they make it to the beach for some Mai Tais, 
a hurricane shows up. Actually, I don't think you need to watch a forecast to get an idea that a big storm is coming in. Hey, Stick, check out those big black clouds coming in, making all that noise. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? They're coming this way. Should we move? Yeah, why don't you put me up on your rock-solid shoulders so I can get a closer look? Next thing you know, Stick is blown away. They got themselves between a rock and a hard place. But what the hell was that? Is that pinecone getting blown away too? Where was he hiding? In the bushes? Was he following them the whole time? Huh. It makes me rethink pinecone's actions earlier. Was he just insecure looking for friends and too afraid to open himself up? Or was he lying in the weeds waiting to spring his trap and sink these two like a stone? After the storm subsides, Stone is the only one left. Can you smell what the rack is cooking? Yeah, that's right. He goes on a frantic search for his friend, Stick. And poor Pinecone is left to fend for himself. Stone rolls along, night and day, looking for Stick. And all of a sudden, in the distance, he spots Stick upside down in a pond. Thank goodness for his massive forehead. And I'm not exaggerating, it's almost as large as Peyton Manning's. His forehead luckily kept his face out of the water and safe from drowning. What are the odds? I'm sure you're wondering, how the hell does Stone get him out of this mess gently with no arms? Well, he gets himself rolling fast down a hill and ramps himself off what's most likely one of Stick's cousins, a log. And Stone does a cannonball into the pond blasting Stick out of the water to safety. And just like that, it's back to normal for these two friends. Somehow they're able to compartmentalize the traumatizing experience like nothing happened. Quote, You rock, Stone, says Stick. That's just what stones do. Best friends rock, too. End quote. What do stones do? Sink you? They got trapped in a hurricane. And because that didn't do it, he tries to finish his friend off by dropping on him and projectile shooting him out of a pond. I guess these two were meant for each other. They like to live dangerously. And the story comes to an end with these two enjoying life back where it all started. And Pinecone's doing his best to keep up. Poor Pinecone is stuck as the third wheel. I'm moving past the hole, not being prepared and getting themselves caught in a storm. Because these are the idiots, you see cotton floods walking down Main Street and water up to their chest, acting like stores will still be open for shopping, when everyone else has fled to safety days before. What this story really is, though, is the key to friendships. Being open to others and sticking up for those in need are qualities that will serve you well and endear you to others. Stick standing up for Stone led to an unbreakable friendship, while Pinecone struggled to be included. And for those who don't like Pinecone, I say, throw the first stone. Beth's writing was concise, but she was still able to tell an exciting story with plenty of suspense. It was all very clever, and had some fun puns. As for Tom's illustrations, they were a perfect match with Beth's prose, showing the bond these two formed. His use of warm colors and focusing only on the two characters cemented the main theme of this story. Stick and Stone's Friendship 
We know that sticks and stones may break our bones, but we came out unscathed. And the words in this story definitely did not hurt us to read. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.6. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for another serving. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.